Hey, so what's up? What's really good? It's your girl, Dakari. I know it's been a minute. It's been a few weeks. We've been busy. I got a <laughs> I'm getting over being sick and all that. Say what's up to my co-host. Hey, people. This is Being Original, and I'm happy to be here. Why you got to make it weird? Why? Why? It's been weeks, and we're going to come in like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry. Pardon my pardon my uh, my friend here. <clears throat> anyway, so anyway, let's move right along. Wow. So anyway, we got a lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. Um, excuse my voice. I know I, sound, I still don't sound like me completely. I'm just getting over a really bad respiratory infection. Anybody that follows me on uh, IG, I have posted about it a couple times. I appreciate all the love out there. I really, truly do. I got people hitting me up telling me to take elderberry and, you know, um, so I really appreciate the love and that I'm in your thoughts. Anyway, we're going to move right ahead because we got a lot to talk about today. A lot. We're, we're about gonna, what just happened and stuff like that with Nipsey. But I'm going to run a poll, first of all. I'm going to run a poll what? about whether your voice is sexy. Whether they like the cold voice. The cold voice. The sick voice. <laughs> the sickly voice. Or they like the healthy voice. Which one they like <laughs> So that would be on Instagram. I wish I had been on here a few days ago. They would have got the, the Godfather. Yeah. I was straight Godfather. And it was... It was, <laughs> it was like, what is it? What's up? It was really good. It was really... But it was sexy, though. It was, it was sexy. sexy. It was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to... <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. Anybody that talked to me, you know, over that course of like four days, it was bad. Um, got sent home and all that. Ah, that's another thing. I don't even want to talk about that. My job pissed me off anyway. Anyway, I'm not going to go backwards. I'm going to go forwards. That's right. That's right. That's right. I ain't got time for that. Right. So, but I did want to talk about Nipsey today. Okay. okay? Um, we that This just occurred as, you know, I'm sure everyone out there has felt the shockwave go through the internet and, and everybody has heard about it, you know, how he died and who was responsible. And we were going to go ahead and talk about not just uh, the details of what happened, but I wanted us to discuss as far as accountability is concerned um, as a community. You know, I don't think that there is enough uh, accountability as far as, you know, the different, the different violent acts that are committed within our um, neighborhoods. <clears throat> so I know we wanted to talk about that today. We were going to talk about something else today. We were going to talk about, huh, we were going to talk about the April issue. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so mad. I really wish I could have talked to the man. I really do. You, you I would have been whispering at him. So, Dave. <laughs> you would have been like, yo, get this, whoever the hell this is. I can't hear you. Like, yo, he, he would have been like, yo, I need you to speak up when you talk to me. <laughs> Put um, a little bass in your voice. Talking to myself. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, I mean, without further ado, who, who's on our cover? Who's on our cover for April? Dame Dash. That's right. Dame That's Dash. right. The unabashed. The unabashed. Dame Dash <laughs> is on the cover. I am so looking forward to that. When you hit me and told me, you were like, yeah, so. So, yeah, we're, we're looking at Dame for the cover. I was, I had to call you. Right. Remember? Yeah. I was, <laughs> I had to call you. I couldn't text that back when you texted it to me. I had to call you and I was like, what? I'm like, that's big. That's big. Dave? It was a really, really, really 
dope interview. I knew it was gonna be. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? You told me. <laughs> you told me that you said, don't worry about it. Don't worry, Dame, yeah. Dame is gonna be Dame. He's gonna he's gonna be himself and he's gonna have a whole lot to say. Definitely. You're gonna ask him three questions and he is going to elaborate generously. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. And it, you know what was dope about it? He wasn't born. No, no, I would have, yo, the energy. He was very much. Are we gonna share a clip with them later? Possibly. I'm hoping that we do because that 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 that's. I'll, I'll give, we'll, we'll put in a little taste. Yeah. A little taste so they. Because this so they can feel the energy off of them because I didn't even get a chance. I didn't even get a chance to hear it. Well, you were sick. I wasn't gonna be. I know. <clears throat> I'm still. I don't, know, I don't know what that has to do with you hearing it, but <laughs> that's that's. I don't because I wasn't there. Right. I didn't get a chance to feel his energy, but great, you know. But I'm great. glad that you were able to capture that energy and you and you and you're putting it into the April issue. Right. I'm excited. Yes. You know, it's gonna be there for all out to see. I know you killed it. I have fun. I know you killed it. I have fun. It's really people. I remember when you called me when you were done. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Nobody's supposed to know that I was excited about the interview because I felt really <laughs> cool. I try to act like I do it all the time. Like, yo, you interviewed Dame Dash? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you interviewed I, a I lot got, of people, though. I, I got a sandwich and then I interviewed Dame Dash and then I bought a soda. It was cool. I played child playing yep. real cool, but yep. when, when I got off the phone with him, I was like, yo! I know, you, <laughs> you called me immediately. Immediately. Yo, dang. Yeah. Dang, man. <laughs> dang. That shit was, yo, it was, it's definitely. I would say definitely. I've been. He's legendary. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. He's, I've, he's, I've interviewed a lot of people. You know, I, I've interviewed some icons, but when they were like gone outside of the game, like you know, I've talked to some people that were super successful, right. but their moment in the light were over. Right. Dame Dash's light is never going out. No, now. it's not. It's he's, not. He's, he's never going out. As an entrepreneur. I can say that I have a great deal of respect for Dame. You know, I have my Dame Dash moments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in this game, you gotta be like that. Otherwise, you gotta be the bull. Right. Otherwise, it's gonna hand mm-hmm. your ass every chance they get. We win because we're both like that mm-hmm. when we need to be. Right. Right. Because otherwise, people just walk all over you. I like that even though the industry has kind of shut him to the side, mm-hmm. he he won't go away quietly. Right. You know? and, well, and he's busy and, and he's evolving. I mean. And he has the money to go away quietly. He doesn't have to, you know, like he told me, he doesn't have to be so bothered with any of this. He can right, just right, chill right. and sit back on his money and his investments and not do anything else. But he wouldn't be him. He's a hustler. You know, regardless of what, what you may feel about some of um, Dame's choices mm-hmm. here and there, mm-hmm. One thing you have to do is respect him. You respect him. You have to respect him because he means everything. And he follows through with it. Right. I mean, like, he, yeah, he doesn't just talk to talk. He's not just running his mouth out here. I mean, and that's that's what it is. That's right. what it is. He's leading by example. I mean, you might not, again, again, like you said, you might not always agree right. with his decision making. However, he's consistent. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's consistent. And he's fearless. Yes. And he doesn't care. He didn't become Dame Dash because he was pushed out of the industry. They tried to push him out of the industry because he was, he was Dame, Dame Dash. Dash. Right. And, and, right. And he's not letting them control him to launch our own video streaming service. It's awesome, man. I was very grateful for the opportunity. So you had to, to, talk, to talk to him. To him. I mean, yeah, because I'm sure he dropped 
mad jewels. He's a beast. Yeah. He's, yeah he's I not, can't wait to read this interview, man. He's not faking it. You know, he's not faking. The Dame Dash that you saw in the Def Jam video where he goes into the boardroom, <laughs> he, he crashes their meeting, and he checks everybody. Dame is still that Dame. He's still that guy. Yeah. Like like I said, you got to respect that. You got to respect a person that falls on his own sword and, and just takes, takes the world and just believes in himself. Right. You know, like right. you were talking about um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. With uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Anybody that hasn't seen that, please, by all means, go see it. I mean, it, it has won a lot of awards and it wasn't for no reason. I mean, it was, I was surprised at how good it was. I'm not really a big, huge Queen fan. I respected Freddie Mercury and all, but the movie was, was amazing. But, you know, like you said, it's that, it takes that type of character that type of drive right. that type of belief in your faith in yourself right. that's really what it is right. you know what I mean you can't be out here pussyfooting around if you don't have any faith in yourself right I mean Danny tells a story I'm, I'm, I'm a really old school huh I said pussyfooting pussyfooting <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from it sounds like something my mom or my grandma would say but you anyway. can't but you can't you're like Dame Dash you know he tells he tells a story during the interview which I'm putting in the you know issue about you know his mother passing away and by the time Dame was in high school Dame had a car that was nicer than, than, than the, the principals yeah yeah you know so imagine being a kid and having that kind of ambition having that kind of willpower like I'll be honest with you don't try to tell Dame Dash shit because he you mean don't, don't try to tell him what to do yeah, don't tell him. Don't try to tell him what to do, because he <laughs> he does what he wants. But I one thing that was surprising, and they'll they'll find in the article, is that Dame has a has the utmost respect for women. I know. I saw that he posts like you know hashtag invest in women. I, I I did. I went to his page and I went to his studio page too, and I love the energy that I see that at least that's conveyed on. Um, on his social media with he and his wife yeah you know like she is like she's right there with him like yeah. you know rocky yeah she he defers to her mm. and um it's just so much it's just so much stuff that people are going to be surprised at because mm-hmm. people only see the boardroom thing dash from the the infamous death jam video mm-hmm. they don't know the other parts of him mm-hmm. you know they don't mm-hmm. know that like he gave um the guy that created empire mm-hmm that he gave him $2 million for pressures. And just imagine you give somebody $2 million, you invest in them, you mm-hmm. believe in them, you give them two, Lee Daniels, mm-hmm. you give them $2 million, and this guy doesn't even invite you to the award shows or none of that stuff, and he goes on and launch all these other ventures. Right, wow. That's cool. I can't even imagine. You know, so he got his money though. Dame seen him. He seen him somewhere. It's a, there's a video out there yeah. of the conversation that Dame has with Lee Daniels out there. It's like, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I respect. You have to respect that man. That's right. He's he, a don't, true he don't. Man. Be, he don't. He don't pussyfoot around at Dame. He don't pussyfoot. <laughs> It's a word. Define, define. It's a word. It's a word. I had to look it up because after I said it, I was like, yo, is this like, did I just, you know, I know I've heard this. It's a word. And you looked it up without going to Urban Dictionary because all sorts of shit would have came up. No, this is a a real dictionary. It's a verb. It says to act in a cautious or non-committal way when you're pussyfooting around. That's right. You know? Do you want to hear what the Urban Dictionary says about pussyfoot? (laughs) 
Oh God. I know we're a little off topic, but this is funny. First, oh, you, sh- loop, first you loop your big toe up. and <laughs> Oh, good Lord. It says, okay, the first thing it says is to act in an overly cautious, wussy manner. Okay. And then it says to go about something in a bitch-like manner. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, see how they put, put uh, pussy and bitch, though? You yeah. see how they're making it like it's something that's soft and, that's fragile. Soft and fragile, and that's what, how we refer to women. Okay. So I just want to make point that out too. It's even in the dictionary. Like we're, we're even we're even spelling it out to each other in the dictionary over certain things. Anyway, to worry far too much about the outcome of one's actions to, to such an extent that not really anything is done in order to mean or attain any sort of results. To procrastinate, to waste time. Tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. <laughs> Who comes up with tomfoolery? Pussyfoot. Anyway, I know I'm way off topic, the, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm people, sorry. The same people who come up with shucks. Jeez. Oh, shucks. Yikes. I use the word yikes. I'm not gonna lie. Great balls of fire. <laughs> oh, good lord. So, I can't wait to read this uh, this interview that you have with Dame. I'm looking forward to the whole issue of Urban this month. That's right, because I know you killed the editorial. Editorial is something different. I think people should, your editorial should be put on a plaque. Oh, stop. Don't guess it. It's 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 something different. I decided to do something different. There's a couple articles I wrote too this month other than the features. That's right. So. Is there a piece in there about Nipsey? I do. I do about Nipsey Hustle. Yes, I do. And and just about the accountability. That's what we were going to talk about today. The accountability. You know, and what's so funny is that not to back up too much, but like I just wrote that other article I wrote mm-hmm. about Malcolm right. versus Martin. Right. It's like pretty much, you know, that's what it's that's what it's about. But it's like my stance on it, like who am I? Who which uh, either side? You have to read the article to figure out or to find out which one I feel most like or who I identify with more. But the point is, is that I wrote that, and then to have it followed up with this really unfortunate event a horrific and sad story he was the representation of what we all say that we want from our rappers from these hip hop yep. artists yep and then to see what has happened we scream and shout we, we want you know we want all this help out here Right. We want black businesses, people in general. Like, well, yeah, they want support. They, we want, we want support. We right. want this help out here. We want support. We wanna, we wanna be able to scratch each other's backs and and make sure that there's black businesses. Right. Come and, back, yeah, come back and support. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. And we want to make sure that, like, I'll be honest. You know how I felt. I was talking about another artist a while ago. Like, you were like, I'm not gonna drop her name right now. Beyonce. But, you know, I was feeling a kind of way for a while, you know, because what? I'm just going to say it. I was feeling a way for a while because I was just like, but what is she doing for her community? What is she doing for I the people? That what it, you know what I'm saying? I was like, and I was like really hard on her. Right. But since that conversation, right. I see so much. And that was a while ago. It was like three years ago. Right. I see so much has happened. I mean, I knew about the shit that she had going on down in Houston as far as like um, the school right. uh, and everything. I knew it about that. But I was talking about what is she doing with these social situations? So my point is, is that, you know, you have these artists like Nipsey out here trying to make a difference. And being present. And being present, being here, being down on it here in the trenches, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then when you have somebody do that, he gets he gets snuffed out. He gets marked. 
terrible. That's awful. I mean, all the stuff that's already happened, all the all the people we've already lost right. this way. Right. Let's not. Okay, and then, and then let's think about all the people we've lost because of all of the injustice and everything that's going on in our communities and how the police is towards us and how the government is towards us and the system and we got to fight the system i'm not understanding it's like it, it it's a lot of self-loathing you can't recognize anyone else's greatness until you recognize your own that's why haters hate fact they're mad because they, they haven't. They can't recognize their own greatness. They so when they see that. other people's greatness, it intimidates them. It provokes anger and jealousy and envy and all these negative emotions. The person that killed them is a person that probably could have been inspired, should have been inspired mm-hmm. by the thing that Nipsey accomplished. And then they no, instead, instead, it sounds as though he was wrapped up in his ego. You know what I'm saying? Which is a lot of that. I, I know I go into depth on how I personally see the situation on both ends. Right. Both ends. The fact that the reason why things are so messed up now is because of the system that we live in. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, it's this vicious cycle. So, it's kind of like, you know, you talk about it from that end, like the self-loathing didn't just come out of the clear blue sky. <laughs> no, it was instilled. It was instilled, and you supported. know? Exactly. There's just a lot of broken hearts out there, I feel like. Self-loathing may be one way to, to describe it, but I feel like there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that are just damaged to their core, you know, and it's because of the system. But we still need to be accountable for our actions, for our actions and how we we'll react because, I mean, we, we're not getting any farther ahead by doing that to each other. Right. It promotes a lifestyle. The lifestyle, the negative. That we don't want. Yes, that's and right. Not, not even just on the street level, but on the other side of it. So now the people who rise above their circumstances and leave those impoverished communities. Right. They don't want to stay they, there. They, they don't do, want to help. They, they, they don't use this as an excuse that why they don't want, Why they don't want to go back and do anything. Right. They want to just get out. But then on the other end of the spectrum, we scream and shout, which I've listened to conversations about this before. We get upset as far as gentrification is concerned. How are you going to be upset with gentrification then? The old white man's coming in here by buying up all this property, but da 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 da. Now you got all these white people moving in here, blah da 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 da. But when you have somebody that's black that's doing it, you there's a problem with that too. Right. Like, there's always a problem. So and I know why deep down why there's always a problem. I know that, like I said, I know that there's broken hearts. There's a yo, unless you've ever lived in the hood and lived there. I'm not talking about passing through. I'm not talking about, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I stayed there for, you know, for a couple of years when I was a teenager. I mean, you may have been able to experience it or whatever as, as an adult. If you didn't grow up in it or if you didn't or you don't continue to live in it or engage or engage in it, you don't understand the level of grief and sadness that there is when you pass through these communities you don't you don't get it right you know no that's true it's there's a brokenness and that's that's what we need to fix we need to fix the brokenness and then we won't have all of this ego out here running around shooting at each other 
it's because of that brokenness and because of the messaging in, in media as far as music. I mentioned that too. You know, where it's just the messaging. It's being media. promoted. It's right. being, it, you know, it's being hand fed to us. I, you know, I don't want to ruin my home. I don't want to ruin my, my story. <laughs> I want to ruin my article. <laughs> you want to make a read. Uh, why, would you, why would you read the article? But you yeah, know, but I mean, a lot of this stuff is going to be an article. It's just going to be just put into a nice but, little, but you know, a couple paragraphs with a bow on it. But, but you're right, though. You're right. You can't scream and shout that you want our stars, our rappers, our actors, our, our whatever, you know what I mean? Our, our singers, our performers that have the ability to come into these communities and uplift these communities. And then when they do it, I know I understand the history. I understand that, you know, when, you know, what his background is as far as you know what his experience is with the, or what they were with the street right. I get all that I get all that however however there has to come a time when you have to use your logic right. your logic right you know there's always these guys like the guy's name street name is shit Oh yeah, you were talking about that, and you know it. You know what? It was his boys. That's what I always say. I know. Remember, I said that to you the other day. It was his boys in his ear, in his ear. Like, yo, yo, you gonna let him talk to you like that? Yo, for real? Well, you know, you need to do X, Y, Z. You know, you know how it is. And it wasn't like it wasn't because they're both part of the same gang, right? And and, you know, they shot up. You know, they shot up his. um, They shot up the guys. His the mother of his child's house. Right. He shot up his mother's house, trying to get him. That's after what he did. You know him killing Nipsey. You have to wonder where things went so wrong. Mm-hmm. His ego and jealousy. If somebody went and makes you feel a kind of way, you know, do better. Do better. Take an assessment of your shit and then process it. And, and do better. He bought a whole strip mall. How do you believe, or how do you feel? How do you feel, and, and what do you believe as far as the stories revolving around a conspiracy? I think that's bullshit. I think, I think that that's something that we're riding on to not take responsibility for the things that we already know to be true. I, w- I, I... Because it's so much easier to blame, to blame the... <laughs> You know the the white man or the government. I, I agree. And it is I to agree. Own the fact that no, we got some weak motherfuckers in our in our neighborhoods. We I got, agree. However, 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 there have been circumstances that have shown later on that something else there was more to it than that. Definitely some things that have occurred historically. Right. Um, from Malcolm X to to. Um, Fred Hampton yep. to um, yep. Huey P. Newton. Yep. There's a whole list of a litany of things that occurred that the government either supported or allowed mm-hmm. to happen. It's kind of like. But to say that this. I just see it as we can't be too quick though to still be hand fed certain things. I think that because we are portrayed as animals and that all we do is kill each other, we are able to easily accept a story that way. I mean, I'm just being objective here. No, I, I know respect, that. Because you know what my first response was. My, well, first, my very first response was, was he had his boys in his ear. Right. Gassing <laughs> it. Gassing it, throwing gas on it, and you went out 
and and he did something some, stupid. Did something stupid. absolutely ridiculous. Right. And and now he is going to spend the rest of his life away. And now he has children too, right? right. So he his their his kids are fatherless. So now we got Everybody fatherless kids all over the place. It's a it's a vicious cycle. While those things historically have happened, mm-hmm. they happen to way bigger people. Way, bi- right. way bigger right. people than that this. were that right were far more I, not that he wasn't organized but far more organized far more say. but far more organized and far far more threatening yeah yeah to what they call it status quo right you know it's like he wasn't pushing, up the, he wasn't that far up the ladder or that far high up the pier to really you know, like push it, I'm telling that was my first I'm telling you my first response you knew that you might yeah, be my sure. first response yeah especially LA, you know, the government actually did things to destabilize the black community um, from introducing crack to to all the things mm-hmm. because of the threat of us real recognizing our own greatness. Mm-hmm. Our culture, we're not as inspired to take our own trash. No. We're, not, we're not even as inspired to label our trash as trash. Well, yeah, no, but and I think it's trash. because we have we because we already have such we already have all these scars. Like, and I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do. What I'm saying is, is I'm being compassionate here, and I'm being understanding into the sense of it's you, like you're I mean, trying to keep black Twitter out your mentions. No, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> that's not it at all. I mean, I mean, on one hand, it's like no, I think we're doing more harm than good when we do it. We're not helping each other by lying to each other and by acting like, you know what I'm saying? By, by not being accountable for each other, we're not helping each other. Right. But I understand why it happens and it's because we are already so scarred. We are already, you know, we're already struggling. We're already still, like most of us are still crabs at the bottom of the barrel. And it's just like, we don't want to, we don't want to help pull each other down anymore. Sometimes it feels like that, like the whole, the whole snitching thing. The whole snitching thing. Even if you knew who shot somebody up the street, you wasn't saying nothing. Right. Because you didn't want to be the snitch because you didn't want to get that well, black that, man or or a person who could be when most times, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately well, it's men in the street. But you didn't want to get that black man arrested and have him be in prison because you knew there was already far too many of us behind bars unjustly. But we're, right, but at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. We're not doing we're not doing each other's any favors. Right. Because we all know the story. It's a, it's, of, it's, a, it's a, but we shouldn't most of us know the story. Idealistically, none of us should be in a situation where we would even have to make that kind of decision. That's the fucked up part. But the reality of it is, is that... I know, no, I'm just saying idealistically. No, I, and I agree. I understand. I understand Ideally. where you're coming from. But yeah. I, at the same time... It's not reality. I know. I know. Not, yeah, I know. Not, not calling the spade a spade hasn't helped us either. No, it hasn't. That's what I'm saying. It's we, not. We're not helping we each can't. other by not being accountable. Right, right. But we still need to at least show each other some compassion sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I'm not saying that somebody shouldn't be punished for what they've done. But I still think that in doing so, it's almost like sending somebody to prison, but you also need to send them to therapy. I agree. I'm just I'm just being very like you know very generalized you know what I'm saying I'm trying well, to, I agree with that you I, know like but I agree fix with that. the problem well I agree with that because I do feel like like um Jamila Lemu said fix it, the system like she said you know 
atrocities that R. Kelly inflicted over the last mm-hmm. two decades. Mm-hmm. Still, we should be happy for justice to be served, mm-hmm. but we should not celebrate the destruction of him as a man. No, I don't think we shouldn't, so. We shouldn't be applauding. It shouldn't Sorry. bring you joy to see him, to see a black man fall victim of his own, you know, evil. Demise. Yeah, bring, you know, his own mm-hmm. evilness. It shouldn't bring you joy. It mm-hmm. should bring you sadness to see somebody of such immense talent make those terrible decisions. Such a waste of life, a waste of potential. Mm-hmm. That part, we should be compassionate about. Right. Compassion works both ways. It does. I know. Just right. like we love our kids. We love our kids, but we have to discipline our kids because we know that certain behaviors would get them killed out here. That's right. You know, the difference between man and, and animals is our ability to reason. reason. Mm-hmm. So when you come across an unreasonable person, there are places for that. That's why they put them behind bars. The same way they put the wild animals behind bars in the zoos, they're not protecting the animals. They're protecting everybody else. They're protecting yeah. everybody else. And we have to evolve as a culture to stop making excuses when these things take place. It doesn't matter who put the gun in the black man's hand that killed Malcolm. What matters is that the black man decided to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that we have to address because they could put the guns in everybody's hand and it's up to you to make the conscious decision on whether you pull the trigger or not. Mm-hmm. You allow this man's words to offend your ego to a point where you would kill him and, and then separate yourself from your own children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the process. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot in this world worth dying for. The right. things that you value. Right. Very few things in this world worth killing for. Mm-hmm. Ego is not one of them. Ego is definitely not one of them. So you know, I think I, it's I honestly, I think, and not to be so judgmental, like I mean, I talk from a perspective where, like I said, I'm trying to be objective, I'm trying to understand, and I and I know from my own firsthand experiences the kind of conversations that occur when stuff goes down and you know it just has me it has me like on one hand I want to help fix the brokenness and then on the other hand it has me it's like the other mama side that I just want to slap some of these dudes out here and knock some sense into them and tell them to wake up and to just stop being stupid grow up stop being stupid you know but that's why it's so important to take a position and then to have these kind of conversations. Absolutely. Because when you don't have conversations, that's how these things Tap occur. It. That's right. Shitty is a grown man. I, I know his name, but I just prefer to call him Shitty. Eric Holder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did society fail him? Or did, did he fail society? Both. You know, Both. someone should have taught him you know, that being you, a man, that, the, that no man can define you. So, somebody should have taught him, but that's the problem. We don't have enough people out there teaching our black men. We don't have enough black men teaching other black men. And then when you finally do, then you can say, well, when you finally do, and Nipsey's out there trying to make a difference, and then this happens. Okay, but we need more. And what I mean by that is like, I'll, I just told you the other day. I saw my brother for all y'all listening like I, I have a brother I have a younger brother and he has a son who is two and a half named Kingsley we call him King 
love that little boy. Oh my God, he makes me want to have another child because he's just so perfect. You know what I mean? I want to have a boy. But anyway, side note, <laughs> I love that kid. But anyway, um, <clears throat> the that, thing is, that's not an invite to slide in her DMs. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I didn't even think about that. I would say I was speaking from my heart and stuff. Did you see what happens? Nah, that's nah. Right. Anybody, I'm, look, thank I'm you. Your boy. I'm thank your boy. You. I gotta thank look you. out for you. That's cute. Cause I, cause I posted about you being my boy the other day. I got you. I got you. I see you. You be trying to slip shit in like I don't pay attention. I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Whatever. So, um. Anyway, it was this video. It was this video of of my nephew who's two and a half with this friend of my brother's who's like he's a friend of the family he's like a cousin honestly um and he's there with his son who's the same age as my nephew and my dad so it's like you have three generations three generations of black men or black you know black males and three generations of love like you know my father standing by and he's like standing over the two boys the youngest you know and my brother and his friend are like talking in the background about their sons and there were no women around it was just it was a beautiful thing we need more imagery like that i agree with you because i have conversations with my son when i talk to him i explain to him i said do you understand what you represent you know who you are but do you understand what you represent you're the living embodiment of all the love that came before you right some fuck shit too <laughs> <laughs> so fuck shit. A little fuck shit. But mostly love. Mostly love. Very small percentage of fuck shit. Right. But mostly love. <laughs> You're so crazy. You know, but all those generations of people who couples that pair together out of love that brought these people into the world that pair together out of love and, then, and embody and you're a living embodiment yeah. of all that love. Yeah. All that love. How can you not value that? Right. Like you, my child is my only child, biologically. Right, right. You're the only person, well, I, as far as I know today, I, I don't have <laughs> no text messages. I don't know. Text you're so stupid. So I can pop up any time. I can't with you. Because <laughs> I'm late texting Tyler. Don't want to even act like you're <laughs> around like that. You don't even, oh, please. You're a good You're messing with my brand. You're an amazing I'm a good person. You are. You're a but, person. No, but but that's the that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. It starts by teaching them mm-hmm. the value. Cause you can't value other people's lives if you don't value your own. Facts. You gotta understand your worth. You gotta that understand so the true. things that people endure for generations and generations to for you to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How dare you how dare you throw that away? How that's dare, right. How dare you treat it? Oh shit. That's I'm right. Out, I'm that's right. Speak that here. shit. I'm getting on my links and hues. That's not, you know what? That's not even fun. <laughs> did you read that poem I sent you? Yes, I did. I put, I put it in. The it's good though. It's it's a, it's good. It's it's good. It's good. It's better than LinkedIn News work. <laughs> I know that he's your favorite. He's my favorite target. I know. I know you don't like him. But but Ready, you know anybody what? that's listening, being original does not like Langston Hughes. I, I, I do like him. He respe- you know, he respects him. You, re- you respect him. Right. But you're just not a fan of his poetic I did, I just th- I just think that he's overrated. Okay. I think right, that he's overrated. Go. I think he's overrated. Who's better? Me? You, oh my goodness, good lord. Chris X. I'm, okay. Christian <laughs> Fabian. 
um, Toni Morrison. Toni Morrison. Yeah. Just about every other famous <laughs> writer. writer. <laughs> I might take a hiatus from bashing Langston Hughes. Okay. Because he did inspire people. Some of the people that I feel inspire me. Okay, that, that's fair. That's you know, fair. I mean, we well, have to look somebody, at the time. It's a little like, time. That, you know, you like, know, like Jackie Robinson, he was the first black baseball player. Right. 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 He wasn't batting. You know, he wasn't doing 500 home runs. No. Seat, you know, no. But season. still. But he was the first black one. That means so, a lot. So Langston Hughes, I, I, I would consider. What I mean, look at the time. I would, I would consider not bashing him. Um. I would just reserve my opinion that if anybody ever asks me, I would still feel that he's overrated. Um, I just think that he's overrated, that's all. I just think that his body of work is not, you know, he's no James Baldwin. Right, right. No, James Baldwin is an... He writes beautifully. He's just... I love his mind. Right, and I I think that the writers that I... You know, the writers that I... That I like. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I know we got way off topic. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> James Baldwin is okay. J- J- I mean, James Baldwin is great. No, he's great. Langston Hughes is okay. He's okay. He, he, was, was, a tr- he was a pioneer. He was at the, at in the, the black the time. Absolutely. In, in, in his time. Okay. But anyway, you were going off on. No, but I'm just saying. Not changing because that's nonsensical. We said that, right? Right. You were. Right. You were. You were, you were but I was saying something. that you know how dare you throw away that our whole existence. You know, just just physically. Right. It's to procreate. Right. Can't procreate in jail. I mean, some people do it. Those those few that do. But you you all this value, all that struggle for what? All the people that endure slavery you know, people talk about how people fight for the right to vote and all these things. Right, right. All that for what? For you to kill somebody that's right over something that's right that should have been resolved in simple dialogue so what Nipsey said don't bring your ass around here don't bring your snitching ass around here don't bring your snitching ass around here you're not wanted why would you want to be somewhere where you're not wanted anyway for what same thing with you know R. Kelly same thing you're this musical talent right you're gonna throw away all that potential for what? Over somebody that's not even old enough to know who they are yet. Right. Or haven't even defined themselves. There's something sad about those choices. R. Kelly deserves the maximum punishment for his actions. Of course he does. But it's something sad <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. about the loss. This man could have inspired millions. Mm-hmm. Who knows? R. Kelly, if he had been in a position of credibility... Who knows how many black little black boys and stuff growing up in Crenshaw in that neighborhood could have been inspired. Like they're not gonna have the presence of Nipsey it's right gonna, now. Nope. It's that's it. Only for a hate it's always the hating ass. You know what I'm saying? Like Jews, <laughs> yeah. Jews, Minister Society. There's <laughs> always that one sucker ass person that fucks it up. Yeah. That comes along, here's a dream that's winning, and they that's come along winning. and they come along and fuck it up for everybody. Like, just take your hating ass on. Go be miserable somewhere else. I'm unsympathetic in that. It's just, I'm not going to drag this out any further, but it's just really important that we don't lose sight of how things happened and why they happened so that we can prevent them from happening again. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, like, that we should say, oh... 
to Miss to this guy, Eric Holder. Oh, you know what? We understand your we understand the plight. So, so we're gonna we're just gonna slap you on it. No, I think he should be punished. To, I think he should be punished full, fully. You know, like I get it. Everybody's playing Nipsey's music and all that stuff. But I, what I like to know, what I like to see is people go into that community and help try to pick up the pieces. And don't let um, Nipsey's um, legacy. Cause that the music was part of his legacy, but it wasn't. But his community was his legacy. Right. I see Nick Cannon. It, it looked like a PR stunt. I hope it's not. It's talking about picking up his documentary and finishing the documentary that Nipsey was working on. But more importantly, how about reaching into that community and, and picking up where Nipsey left off in the community mm-hmm. and teaching these kids the value of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, people worrying about the stuff that sh- that shouldn't matter, like whether she's whether he had a will and the price of you know if they didn't get married. Right, right. All that, that stuff doesn't matter. The important part. And it's none of their business, right. honestly. I mean, the man just died. Like, it, it's, it's, it's none of his business right. or none of their business what is going on with those details. With right. Those, I mean, you know, I don't know. Just, I just think they should just go to the you know go into the community and do good work. Right. These dudes out here that don't have the support and women too but I, I'm talking to our men right now sure. the men out here that don't have the support of their community or of uh, society I mean I just read that thing that I remember I just read sure, that to sure, you sure. you know what I'm saying it's like it, it's true it's like I know that black men out here feel like they're just flapping in the breeze that's true you know what I'm saying like like don't nobody love them nobody cares about them you know what I mean it's like you know women we women we have we got our own fight but men have their own fight too like you know they don't get support from uh the system I think that's why it's so important that we acknowledge our women because truthfully they're the only ones that have our back that's holding it holding it down the only ones you know so then when you shit on them then what do you have you have nothing we're going to nurture your seed. We're going to see to it that your dreams also come to fruition. Right. That's what we do. We nurture shit. Right. You know? Right. So, you know, it's that's why it's like, well, we got to love each other. I just posted that the other day, too. We got to love each other. We have to empower. We women need to empower each other, and then we need to help empower our men. The men need to empower women. Yes. We need to empower each other. Right. But, like, listen, this thing that I, uh, I read, somebody posted it. Um, I'm not going to say who's who it's from or whatever, but it was like, uh, it was supposed to like, it's like, it ain't no hope for us. The police want us dead. Our baby mamas don't like us. The teachers want, the teachers won't teach us and feds want to indict us. The judge don't believe us. Old folks don't trust us. The church don't want us. And our daddies don't love us. Like on one hand, when I first read that, I had a ripple of compassion because it's true. And on the other hand, I wanted to say, okay, that might be true in some accounts, but stop crying. Right. Stop crying. The same, we ain't got time for you to keep crying the same, the same thing over and over again. Because, because the question is, are you doing... What are you doing? 
What are you doing that nobody that nobody wants you to help you? Right. Nobody is, wants to love you. Is it dumb? Are you blaming everybody else? That's that man child. You don't want to take responsibility. You don't take responsibility for your own decisions and your own choices. That's that man child stuff. You know, you guys listening, you hear me on here and I have a certain kind of persona when I'm on here and and it is very much who you are. Who I am. (laughs) It's very authentic. I've come a long way from the first podcast. Um, I was a lot more inhibited. Um, But my point being is, though, is that even though I'm rough around the edges or Paper. <laughs> no, I'm Even though I'm rough around the edges and I don't live in the hood anymore, but I grew up in the hood, you know, and it's still very much, you know, it, it gets embedded in you. So I understand things, I understand the ethics and the code and I understand things, you know. Um, however, like I might say, like I said on my post, you know, my boy, you know, my boy at being original, you know. But my point in saying all that is, is we also need to be really careful on how we talk to each other and how we say things and spell things out when we're in conversation, you know, because we need to mature as on a whole, as a race. And if we're constantly talking about my boy or my girl, when you're referring to your girlfriend or you're talking about your boys and this is your boy, it's like, we're grown, we're grown. So I know how to use the lingo because I'm grown. Right. I'm worried about the children out there. When I say children, I mean teenagers out there right. that don't know the difference. It's right. our responsibility to show them what that is. You're right. You're 100% right. So, but anyway, I know I don't want to keep going off my rant. I just wanted to say, you know what? I wasn't a rant. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I just, you know, we felt we had a lot of this is good. This is good. Yeah, this, did, this is deep. I think we did all right. This is deep. I think we did all right. It's been a minute. We had a lot of things we had to offload. I'm so happy that we could do this. We've I'm been happy. so busy with the magazine, and I've been working, you know, and you know, we got another event coming up before we sign off, yo. We got another event coming it's up. Gonna be popping. Listen, yo, if you didn't go yo. to a woman's worth event and you didn't get the chance to witness oh good lord the curry in that (laughs) incredible like lime green that that garb (laughs) that she was wearing oh stop you better come to the next event oh my goodness oh stop listen with the Why car, are you trying to make me? I'm getting all red in the face. When the, car, when the car came in there with that dress, you heard angels sing, <laughs> birds were chirping. All right, all right. Then you went overboard. <laughs> all right. So you was good for a little bit. I was like, all right, I'm building this up because I want to hear what he's going to say. You were writer. That Really? Really? That was it. It was okay. Birds were chirping? Come on, man. I, I could do better than that? Yes, you've done better than that. That was my link saying you. That was your link <laughs> Hashtag, yo, we're gonna drop that as a hashtag. <laughs> that's so mean, though. <laughs> that's so mean. Oh, that's my that was my Lexi Hughes hashtag. So, but no, listen, we're gonna drop. We have another event coming up at the end of this month. Yes, it's, it's gonna be open to the public this time. The last time it wasn't open to the public. It's, uh, it's gonna be specially invited. Oh, it's going to be okay. So it's a specially invited event at the end of the month. So if we invite you, you're special. Right. And that's that. So we're going to go ahead. I didn't know what to say after that. It was a little awkward. Um, (laughs) 
So tell the people where to find you. Uh, yeah. So wow. Okay. I would never mention <laughs> okay. anything about. It. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so y'all know where to find. Me. Y'all probably it's probably how y'all found me. That's how y'all listening. You found you can find me on IG at Dakari Eli D A K A R I E L I. Uh, you could also find me on Facebook, Dakari Eli. You can find me on Twitter at Dakari Eli. As you, everybody that listens, if you don't already know, I'm the editor in chief of Urban Magazine. I am the host of this podcast, and my co-host here, being original, who is definitely, definitely holding it down over there. I try, definitely. I, I do my, I do my part. But you could, you could find me on Black Twitter. AKA, I support everything that they say. <laughs> no, um, you can find me. You can still find me on Black Twitter. I'm a member. I'm a proud member of Black Twitter since. I don't. I'm. You know, honestly, I. You know, I'm not on Twitter that often. I'm trying. It's it's hard. You know what? I'm I go trying. I go days without tweeting. But I just I'm I just on Instagram. Facebook. I set it up for my Facebook post. My Facebook first. is growing. My Facebook is growing, but I'm on I'm it. I'm on Instagram. Post that picture. Post that picture. Post that picture with that yellow dress. Make it. Well, on Facebook? Yeah, put it. Put I posted it. it. No, put it in your. Um, I'm hoping that Cheryl sends one of just me by myself because I'm going to change my profile picture on. Right, then you're going to hit 5, On my Instagram, my Facebook. You, you will hit 5,000 that day. <laughs> I, I, I would create like four fake accounts just to follow it. Oh, stop it. Oh my no. gosh. Um, but you can find me as Ben Original on Twitter, Instagram, Ben the Original one on Snapchat, um, on Facebook. Yeah, and yo, uh, catch the link, the Urban Link. Where, where can they find the mag, the publication? They can find it at urbanmag-online.com. We're also on Apple News. Yes. You can find Urban Magazine on Apple News. Yes. Um, we're on fan, you know, we're all over social media, Instagram, Twitter accounts, everything. Yes, yes, Just yes. We got some big things popping too that we ain't talking about yet. I'm trying to keep my mouth shut. You said, you said big things. like Big things. Mm. We got big things popping. You know we do. Yeah, you we know do. I ain't full. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like We got some real, we got some real legendary Essence Festival level stuff going on over here. Over here. Over here. Not over there. Here. Cause, Not you know, over there. Because this is a black publication owned, over by, here. owned by black people. <laughs> you don't have a black publication if the people who own it are not, not black. black. Right. You have a <laughs> people of color publication. <laughs> this is a black publication. So, anyway, we love y'all. We, we do. Thank you. Thank you so much for stay in tune you know please please hit me up if you have any ideas on what you think that you'd like to hear being original and i discuss not your music okay yeah wait, i didn't say music i want to hear about some topic suggestions okay topic suggestions if you try to hit me up on some music stuff i'm most likely not going to listen to it so don't waste your time Unless I find you and I hit you and I say, yo, send me something, don't send me anything. Please, I appreciate it. But I would like to hear your suggestions. I would like to hear some feedback on the stuff that we talk about. And I really appreciate y'all. I really do. I love y'all. I really want to, you know, feel my audience out here. So please don't be shy. And uh, on that note, you know what? Stay up. Stay focused. Stay blessed. Good night.